this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. As part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. If you would like to uh, donate to the show... Uh, go to comicbooknoise.com and there's a section called how to contribute or something. I don't know. Anyway, but you have to go through the um, the desktop version. It's not on the uh, mobile version. So anyway, um, thank you to all the patrons. I once again am a horrible person who forgot to write down a list of names, but uh, thank you one and all. I really appreciate it. Alright, um, this week has really been pretty big on news. Uh, apparently, there's a image of Batman's dick on a comic book that, uh, I guess so offended uh, the people at DC that any further printings of this particular issue are uh, going to be censored. Okay. Right, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who, who thought that was a good idea. So, hey, let's put that dick out there. Anyway. Um, oh, there was something else that I thought was... Uh, pretty major news story. That, by the way, was not a major news story. I thought it was, it was stupid and ridiculous and, oh, well, okay, let's move on. Um, and I cannot remember what the other one was. Uh, because there's a third story that I thought was just... It, it, it sort of pushed everything else out. Um, the only reason I even remember about that dick was when I started up my phone. Um, there was an article on it that just, like popped up, uh, I have a, uh, a Galaxy, uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 8, and, um, when you go to the, uh, the, oh, shit, I don't know, they, they have this thing where they have, um, news stories, and because I read a lot of, uh, comic book, quote-unquote, journalism, um, it's, uh, a lot of the, the stories and things I'll be interested in are comic book related, and that's one of the they thought that I would be interested in. <sighs> Which I'm not. I thought that was dumb. However, one that I did read a couple days ago um, and that I really need to go into... I need, I need to read more about this. I need to get more details. But apparently um, D, uh, D, Disney has finally uh, confirmed what anybody who's 
got half a brain, couldn't figure out, um, that the X-Men franchise has been turned over to Marvel Studios. Uh, Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of that. And there are already people out there who are popping ones thinking, oh my God, this is such a good idea. But, you know, because they know, this is like we all know, this is eventually going to lead to the X-Men versus the Avengers. You know, there's going to be a movie about that eventually. Um, Okay. And people think that's a good idea, you know. You know, Wolverine can finally join the Avengers like he's supposed to is he supposed to (laughs) okay Um, then I thought you know he has been an Avenger for like what most of the past 20 years so you know why not Um, but it just a lot of people think this is going to be the beginning of something good for Marvel Studios. I think it is the end of any kind of risk-taking over at Marvel Studios. You know, um, let's face it, there are a lot of movies that would not have been made. And I've, I've said this before, I will say it again. If Marvel had had the um, the rights to X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man, when they first started their push into movies, we never would have gotten the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we have now. We never would have gotten um, Infinity War. At least not in, the, in, in, in its current incarnation. We, we just wouldn't have. You know? Uh, I think a lot of people forget that when it when Iron Man first came out, it was not going. It was not a guaranteed success, right? Um, there was a lot of trepidation when it first came out. There are a lot of people saying, you know, if this if this works, then you know, who knows what's next? Um, and it did work, <laughs> you know. And now it's just like, you know, because I was thinking about this the, this morning when I took the, the puppy out for a walk, if, um, and I didn't walk far, I just walked in my backyard, um, if they had had the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, they, uh, Tony Stark wouldn't have gotten his own movie right away, you know, they probably would have tried again with the Fantastic Four, um, they probably would have continued the story that they were telling with the X-Men. No, wait a minute. What am I talking about? Continue because they wouldn't because I've seen it at the very beginning. All right. At the beginning, they would have started with the, um, with, uh, Fantastic Four and then the X-Men or probably Spider-Man, Fantastic Four and then the X-Men. Um, but until somebody like a Kevin Feige came along Tony Stark would have been a background character, you know? And I really, I'll tell you right now, I don't think that he would have been played by Robert Downey Jr. Um, Because if if, uh, you're going to have Tony Stark, to me, there's only two guys who could have played him. One of them was Robert Downey Jr. And the other one's a guy whose name I can't remember. Um, 
I have my, my, I'm driving and I'm actually kind of sleepy. So part of this uh, podcast is to help keep me awake. So if this is your first time listening, you're probably not going to like it. So don't come back. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm such a dick sometimes. <laughs> anyway, there was a TV show called Eureka. And I was like, I think his name was Nate or Nathaniel or Nathan, something like that. But he was uh, the, the rich industrialist uh, inventor who was like in charge of the town. And he had black curly hair and a mustache. You know what I mean? He looked like Tony Stark. Okay. But he, maybe it's just the way they had him play the character. Nah, I've seen him in other stuff. Um, he's kind of stiff compared to Robert Downey Jr., alright, um, there are, he would have, the only one I can think of is when Tony Stark said, you know, that man is playing, um, Galaga, that was funny, you know, he had the comedic timing, um, but I think that if this other guy, whose name I cannot remember, said, that man is playing Galaga, it would have, it would have come off sort of like a, a snitch, you know, it would have been like, this is very serious, and this guy is taking this not serious, so I'm going to snitch on him, you know, it would have, he would have been stiff, you know, I mean, I like the guy in the role he was in, but he's the only other guy who, to me, either looked like he could play a Tony Stark, right, so you wouldn't have had, um, you wouldn't have had uh, Robert Downey Jr. Because like I said, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. would have signed on for a, um, a bit role. Especially, it would probably be a bit role in a couple of movies before they would even think about doing something with the Iron Man character. Um, you wouldn't have had uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Because, let's face it, if they're going to go for uh, somebody they were going to go for Wolverine, they were, they were going to go for a big name Hugh Jackman was not a big name um, to tell you how much of a big name he wasn't, if Doug Gray Scott had uh, kept his um, had, had if uh, what was it? I think it was um, what was it uh, uh, Mission Impossible 2 either went too long with filming and so Doug Ray Scott had to bow out of playing Wolverine or they took too long to develop the X-Men movie so then he had to go over to Mission Impossible. It was something like that. But anyway, his scheduling messed up. And so they went with their second choice who was um, Hugh Jackman. Alright? Now... If you're playing, if you're somebody's second choice to Doug Ray Scott, you're really not all that important in the grand scheme of things. Sorry to Doug Ray Scott, because he was actually in this really good TV show. <sighs> Fuck the name I can't remember. I want to say it was Drive, but I don't think it was Drive. Damn it. No, anyway, just ignore me. But um, no, he 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 really wasn't a name. And they probably would have gone for a big name, you know, um, because let's face it, Jessica Alba was a pretty big name, and that's why they went for her. Um, 
Michael Chiklis, he was a, a big enough name, you know, and, uh, who was it, Chris Evans, and I can't remember the other guy, yeah, I, 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 I have a very porous memory today, um, yeah, so, I mean, you wouldn't have had the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we currently have, um, and on top of that, you, I don't think that, uh, you know what, Uh, I don't think that they're gonna take any any chances. You know, like like I was saying, um, Iron Man was was a big chance. Uh, Thor was a chance. You know, they're not gonna take chances on Iron Man. You know, they're not gonna take chances on Thor. You know, they might take a chance on Captain America, but they won't, they wouldn't have built up to the Avengers movie the way that they did, right, um, they wouldn't have, you know, they, there's, there would, I doubt if we would have seen a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, or Doctor Strange, or Black Panther, or a Captain Marvel, or Ant-Man, I don't think any of those movies would have came out, you know, um, I don't think you would have seen an Inhumans movie. Oh, wait, we didn't see an Inhumans movie. And that's something else I was thinking about that. Remember how Inhumans was on the, um, it was on the docket, you know, this was released a long time ago. Inhumans was on the docket, and everybody's like, Inhumans, that's kind of weird. But okay, I guess it, because they're, in the comic books, they're using the Inhumans to take over for the mutants, why not? You know? And then, all of a sudden, it went from being a movie to a TV show. Not only did it go from being a movie to a TV show, but on Marvel, on the Marvel Cinematic Universe's weekly television show, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a big, you know, the Inhumans were a big part of the universe, you know. And then all of a sudden, they just were just like, okay, you know, we're just pretty much going to drop this. And we're going to make this TV show. Now, what I think happened and realize this is all um, irresponsible speculation and meaningless conjecture on my part. But I think that that's when the um, negotiations started to buy the, uh, the characters from Fox. You know, I think that somebody went and said, look, we can't really actually say anything, but... Um, yeah, don't put all your eggs in this inhuman's basket, <laughs> right? <laughs> they said, well, we're, but we're going to make a movie. Say, why don't you make it a TV show instead? And don't really spend a whole lot of money on it. I said, okay. You know, uh, that's what I think happened. And then the, uh, that's why, that's why I think that even though I wasn't as, uh, you know, personally aggrieved as some people were about the, um, the Inhumans TV show. Um, I will admit that it, it was not at the same, um, level of competence that other things have been, you know. Speaking of which, I haven't even started, uh, I actually have finished uh, Luke Cage season 2 
I'll probably talk about that at some time. Um, and I watched like the first scene of uh, Iron Fist season two, uh, but I heard that that had a, a big improvement. That's what I was. That's what you know. The level of competence made me think of um, Iron Fist. But anyway, um, yeah, I, in the Defenders. Do you really think that that they're going to make? That they're going to put any kind of thought into developing that particular portion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now? I, I, I don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, they've already said that they're not going to do a second Defenders. You know, they, they've already said that the characters that Netflix has, those are, those are it. They're not getting any more characters. So it's like, all right, oh well. But hey, we get to see Wolverine with the Avengers. Oh joy! And no, I've never, I've, I've never liked the idea of, of Wolverine on the Avengers. Just like I've never liked the idea of Spider-Man on any kind of team. That's just me. I was uh, not consulted when Marvel decided to put together the new Avengers, so alright, go for what you know you know I will say that I liked his appearances in, Spider-Man by the way, and Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War because that's not him being a part of a team that's him teaming up with people you know, even in um, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, that seemed like uh, like it could have been an issue of Marvel team-up, you know? No, yeah, he had Marvel team-up. Um, ben Grimm had Marvel 2-in-1. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it just, I don't know, you know, Spider-Man doesn't need it. But, oh well, like I said, they, they, nobody consulted me. So I really do think that we're going to see like the end of any kind of risk taking um, over at Marvel, and I know a lot, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, the movies are all the same." You know, there's really not a whole lot of risk taking when it comes to storytelling. So, yeah, how many <sighs> the Marvel movies, the Marvel Cinematic movies, and the DC Cinematic Universe—they all have one thing in common. These are not movies, you know, these are not, this This is all not high cinema, these are blockbusters, they are, they have the same kind of composition as other blockbusters, you know, it's mix and match, basically, you know, you take a, a piece of this, a piece of that, you slide it in there, boom, you got a blockbuster, alright, it's all the same, <laughs> you know, I mean, think of any kind of blockbuster movie uh, from the past, what, 30 years, and you'll see they all have the same basic thing, you know, um, the first part is really a, 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 a prologue, a prelude to 20 minutes in, and uh, my friend Brian Matus taught me that, it's like, the, the first 20 minutes, the, the movie doesn't really begin until 20 minutes in, so all of that ahead of time could really be considered you know, a prologue <laughs> right, and then you got the setup 
then you have the uh, the protagonist who ends up uh, getting beat, feels bad. No, first he, he finds the villain, he gets beat, he comes back. Then in the end, there's another reveal, and then there's a big battle. Okay. Marvel does that well. And not only does Marvel do that well, they, they're doing it with um, franchises that... I didn't ever really think I'd ever see on the big screen. You know, I mean, Captain Marvel. You know, what, next year we're going to have two Captain Marvel movies, right? The real Captain Marvel and Carol Danvers' Captain Marvel. Okay? And to me, that's that blew my mind. You know, I never thought we'd see one Captain Marvel movie, much less two Captain Marvel movies. The year after we have a sequel to an Ant-Man movie. Not just an Ant-Man movie, but a sequel. However, one thing that they are doing uh, with DC's new streaming service is they are going to take some characters who, as I read it, and this just may have been from the uh, the analysis part, um, I don't know if that was actually in a, in a press release or a quote from somebody over at Marvel but you have these characters who can't um, have their own movie such as Loki or um, Scarlet Witch and they're going to have them with uh, live action uh, one shots I think on, uh, on their Disney streaming thing, or who knows if they're going to be one shots, if they're going to be like little mini series. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that will be what they're, they'll do. They won't take chances. Like they wouldn't take chances with a uh, Jesus uh, with a Scarlet Witch movie. But they say, hey, why don't we? You know, we already have Elizabeth Olsen on. Um, under contract, let's just do something. Let's just put together something and we can put it on this. You know? Why not? And you know what I was thinking also? And this is totally off. <clears throat> but they're putting these one-shots on um, this new streaming service, which is already going to have, I believe, um, a bunch of other uh, Marvel things as well as some some Star Wars stuff uh, and the Disney stuff. It doesn't really need to have like uh, a Star Trek Discovery, you know. I mean, let's face it. the The main reason people got uh, CBS All Access was for Star Trek Discovery. Um, the main reason that a lot of people that I've heard are getting this. Um, DC streaming thing is for the Titans and Doom Patrol, you know, and so I'm thinking, why didn't they just take this, take some of these, these one shots, basically, and put them on with um, Marvel Unlimited, you know, because let's face it, now you're basically with, with movie, with, the only thing you get with Marvel Unlimited are comics, so it's like Marvel is limited. Isn't it just comics? I don't know. That was just something that just just popped into my cranium there. Not into my cranium. What is it? Oh shit! What's that called? The part of your brain that, that deals with the thinking. 
the, um, the uh, gooey stuff. Yeah, let's just go with gooey stuff. I don't know. I'm not a... <laughs> somebody dropped their lunch. <laughs> there's somebody actually... I'm, I'm looking in my parking spot, and right next to me there's somebody's um, lunch container, and it's upside down. It's a plastic container, and when they come out, they're going to be pissed because they found it. But I don't care. I won't be here. I'll be at work. I will not be making a lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.